بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله وبارك على الأشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا أما بعد الحمد لله Alhamdulillah, in uh, the previous lesson we had a quick recap of the discussion around Surah Al-Asr and some of the ayat pertaining to Surah Al-Asr. And in this lesson we go on to discuss the speech of Imam Shafi'i, rahimahullah, where he mentions, that if Allah had not sent a proof upon his creation except for this surah, then this would have sufficed them. This would have been sufficient, sufficient for them. As so Shaykh Zayd, he mentions, وَوَقَفْنَا in the Qawli Shafi'i, لَوْ مَا أَنزَلَ اللَّهُ هُجَّةً عَلَىٰ خَلْقِهِ إِلَّا هَذِي سُورَةً لَكَفَاتُهُمْ And so we, we begin and we, we stopped off by the statement of Imam Shafi'i, where he mentioned that if Allah had not sent a proof upon his creation except for this surah, then it would have sufficed them. When it would have sufficed them. وَهَذَا تَعْبِيرُ يُدُلْ عَلَىٰ عُمَكَ فِي وَفِقْءَ الشَّافِعِي وَمَعْرِفَتُهُ بِمَعَالِ كَلَامُ اللَّهِ تَبَارَكُ وَتَعَالَىٰ and so, this speech and this statement from Imam Shafi'i is an indication and is indicative of the depth of the fiqh, the understanding that Imam Shafi'i had. And his understanding when it came to the kalam of Allah, yani the ayat of the Quran. وَهَكَذَا كُلُّ مَنْ أَمْعَنْ النَّذْرِ رَأَى أَنَّهُ لَوْ مَا أَنْزَلَ اللَّهُ عَلَىٰ خَلْقِ إِلَّا هَذِي سُورَةَ الَّتِي فِيهَا دَعْوَةَ الْخَلْقِ إِلَى الْإِيمَانِ بِكُلِّ مَا يَجِبُ الْإِيمَانِ بِهِ And so, the one that has great understanding, then they will, have the, they will pay attention and they have the, they'll, they'll take heed that if Allah Ta'ala had not revealed a surah other than this, and within this surah, it has the da'wah to iman, calling a person to adhere to iman. And this is an iman which is an obligation to, for a person to adhere to. As Allah Ta'ala, due to the fact that Allah Ta'ala states, إِلَّا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا Except for those who believe. وَفِيهَا دَعْوَةَ إِلَى عَمَلَ صَالِحَ عَلَى اِخْتِلَافَ عَنْوَاعِ تَقَالِيفِ مِنْ فَرَائِدِ And likewise within this surah, is a call to perform righteous actions in its different manners, in the different ways that it has been revealed. And the different ways that it should be performed from the obligatory actions, as well as the actions that are regarded to be in the sunnah, from the sunnah, i.e. actions which are recommended, highly recommended actions. And likewise, within this surah, is a da'wah to nas ila 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 haq wal amal wal amal bihi. And so, 
within this surah as well is the command of calling and a da'wah, calling the people to the truth and acting upon it. And that the person has patience upon any hardship that come that comes in way of it. فَحَقُّ لِشَافِعِي فَحُقِّ شَافِعِي رَحِمَهُ اللَّهُ أَنَّ يَأَنَّ يَقُولُ لَوْ مَا أَنزَلَ اللَّهُ حُجَّةً عَلَى خَلْقِهِ إِلَى هَذِهِ سُورَةٍ لَكَفَتْهُمْ And so due to that, it was mentioned and the Shafi'i saw that it was it was it was befitting the state the statement that it was mentioned. That if Allah did not reveal to His creation a surah other than this, then it would have been sufficient for them. It will be sufficient for them. So Sheikh Zaid Rahimahullah goes on to mention Kaif. وَقَدْ أَنزَلَ اللَّهُ مِئَ وَأَرْبَعَ وَعَشْرَ سُورَةً And so how can this be when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has revealed 114 surahs? From them are long surahs. From them are shorter some of them are not the, none of the two, I one in between. And from them as well are mufassal, in those that are detailed. وَهَذَا عَمَرْ مَعْلُومٌ And this is ma'loom as Allah Ta'ala, Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala has revealed this Qur'an and has made it an affair of something we should memorize. By way of his statement, Inna nahnu nazzalna dhikra wa inna lahu lahafidhun. Inna lahu hafidhun. And so Allah Ta'ala revealed the ayah, indeed we have sent you the dhikr. Yani the, the book of Allah, the, the, the wahi. And we are protectors of that. I preserve as protectors of that. And so, here from the speech of Sheikh Zayd, Sheikh Zayd somewhat is mentioning that this mentioning of Shafi'i, that this surah would have sufficed. Then, there's some discussion to be had about it due to the fact that Allah Ta'ala revealed 114 surahs. And there's, there's different types of surahs. There's, there's long surahs, short surahs, surahs that I mentioned with detail. But he mentioned, previous to that, that the reason why Shafi'i Rahimahullah mentioned what he mentioned was due to the fact that within this Surah was a call to Iman, and Iman, no doubt, is encompassing of deen and reality in totality. Was a call to actual righteous actions, which no doubt is a call to all righteous actions, which is within the deen as well. And along with that is the call to having, or the call to da'wah, and the call to sabr. Thereafter, Imam Abdul, Sheikh Islam Muhammad Abdul Wahab, he mentioned the speech of Al Bukhari. Rahimahullah, his statement, Bab al-Un qabla qawli wa amal. 
والدليل قوله تعالى فاعلم أنه لا إله إلا الله واستغفر, واستغفر لذنبك فبدأ بعلم قبل قولي والعمل So he mentions the speech of Imam Bukhari Imam Bukhari رحمه الله We mentioned the chapter of علم يعني knowledge preceding speech and action knowledge precedes speech and action and Shaykh Zayd mentions وتبويب البخاري وتراجمه تأتبر كقواعد فقهية وعلمية so when Bukhari mentions I chapter headings in his book when he mentions these chapter headings we understand that they're not just titles but they're regarded as being قواعد in deen principles in deen and regarded as being fiqh in deen as well. I quite fiqh and quiet in terms of knowledge as well. So, this is due to the fact that within these titles, he may mention that which is found from the ayat of Quran and use as proof ayat of the Quran or hadith of the or the hadith of the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam. And so, in this case, he uses the title, the tarjama of the chapter of Bab Ilm Qabla Koli Wal Amal. So he uses the chapter title, and no doubt it's a principle, indeed, that knowledge precedes speech and action. And it's taken from the, from the statement of Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala. فَاعْلَمْ عَنَّهُ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهُ وَاسْتَغْفِرْ لِذَنْبِكَ Know that there is no deity worthy worship besides Allah and seek forgiveness for your sin. فَبَدَأْ هُنَا بِمَا بَدَأْ اللَّهُ عَزَوَّجَلْ بِهِ فِي هَذَا الْعَمَرِ الْمُبَارَكِ لِلنَّبِيِّ صَلَى اللَّهِ وَسَلَّمُ وَمَتُهُ تَبَعَ لَهُ فِي ذَلِكَ أَمْرَهُ اللَّهُ بِعِلْمِ وَمَا ذَلِكْ إِلَّا لِأَنَّا كُلُّ عِبَادَ بِدُونَ الْعِلْمِ لَا يُقِيمُ اللَّهَ لَهَا وَزْنَا And so, Imam al-Bukhari in this chapter, he begins with that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala begins with in the ayah. And that is the command from Allah tabarak wa ta'ala and command which is Mubarak, the blessed command. From the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and a command to his ummah following him, and this is the command of Allah subhanahu wa taala of ilm, commanded them with knowledge, and that's due to the fact that any action of ibadah that may be done without knowledge, then it cannot be regarded as being upright in its weight. It doesn't hold any weight. Doesn't hold any weight or significance. And so, rather, what you find is that the action should be preceded by knowledge. So that you can say that the one that is acting, the one that is performing the action, He's acting upon basira. He's acting upon clear insights and knowledge upon this affair.
وسبق معنا أن العلم وعمل مقترنان and so there's an اختران we mentioned previously there's an اختران between علم and عمل اختران meaning they go hand in hand there's اختران between knowledge and action you can't have one without the other they go hand in hand so for example the person that has knowledge but he doesn't have the action then this is the example of the one that is مغضوبي عليهم as mentioned because he has knowledge but he's not acting upon that knowledge and the one that has no knowledge but he has plenty of action for example or he does that action without the knowledge then this is an example of, the, from, of those that are from amongst the Dalim those that are astray because they're not acting upon that which is certain and true and knowledge and, knowledge. and so the two go hand in hand you can't have one without the other and that the one that combines between the two, so it combines between knowledge and combines between action, then this is the one that has been guided to the straight path. And so, as mentioned, the one that the one that has knowledge but does not act is upon the path of the maqdubi alayhim. Those that have earned the anger of Allah. And those that have no knowledge but, in, but perform actions, then they are upon the path of the Dalin, those that have gone astray. And this is a pretend, this is a particular affair which is referred to, and this is a particular uh, from, from the Kawaid of Deen, principles in Deen. That we can say are ma'loom bi durura. It's something which is known by necessity. You have to know this. So you have to know that if I know of me to perform an action, I need to have knowledge of that action. And you have to know once I know I have knowledge of the action, I must perform the action. It's something which is ma'loom bi durura. Wa fi kawlillahi azawajal fa'alam annahu la ilaha illallah. And then thereafter we have. The statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the ayah, know that there's no deity worthy of worship besides Allah. And this is within this, it's upon the da'i, the one that's calling, or the one that's teaching, that they teach the people and they have knowledge, so the people have knowledge of the kalimat al-ikhlas. The kalimat al-ikhlas, the words. And the statement that is made of sincerity, which is the kalim of Tawheed. La ilaha illallah. Liya'tarif ala arkaniha awalan. Wala shurutiha thaniyan. Wala hakukiha mukammilatiha bihasab al-imkan thalitha. And so, when you're teaching someone about the kalim of la ilaha illallah, now, first and foremost, don't just teach them the meaning. This is what La ilaha illallah means. But rather it's important that they know the meaning. However, first and foremost, you teach them about its pillars. The pillars of the Kalimah Tawheed. And you teach them about the shurut, the, the conditions of the Kalimah Tawheed. And you teach them about the things that perfect, the actions that may perfect the person and their Tawheed and the, this Kalimah Tawheed. Farqan al-Ithnan. So as for the pillars, 
then the pillars of the kalam of the the kalam of la ilaha illallah are two. And nafi wal ifbat. You have negation and you have the affirmation. Amma nafi min kolik la ilaha. As for the negation, then it is understood from the statement la ilaha, i.e. the negation of any deity. And as for the affirmation, except for Allah. There's no deity except for Allah. I, there's no deity worthy of worship besides Allah. So, illallah. And as for the meaning, then it's general. I for the general meaning rather, al ma'na am la ma'bubi haq illallah wahdahu duna siwa. That's what it's meaning, that there's no wor- there's no deity worthy of worship in truth, except except for Allah alone, without any other partners, anyone besides him. For ibadatuhu hi al haq. Wa ibadatu ghayrihi min asna wa utha wa arbab tuabad min duni min duni la ibadat ibadatun. Batilatun. And so, the worship of Allah, this is the haq. This is the haq in reality. Worship of Allah Ta'ala alone, this is the haq. As for the worship of anything other than Him, from idols, and those that are taken as deities and taken as lords besides Allah, and they are worshipped besides Him, then this is ibadah, which is batila. This is ibadah, which is upon falsehood. يُسَلْ عَنْهَا مَنْ وَقَعَ فِيهَا وَإِبَالَةَ غَيْرُ اللَّهِ أَكْبَرْ مَعْسِيَ عَلَى وَجْهِ الْأَرْضِ وَأَعْظَمْ ذَنْبُ عُسِيَ اللَّهُ تَبَارَكُ تَعَالَى بِهِ بِالدَّلِيلِ عَنَّهُ لَا يَغْفِرُ لِصَاحِبِهِ إِنْ مَاتْ عَلَى ذَلِكَ لِكَوْلِ اللَّهِ عَزَ وَجَلْ إِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا this affair of the person directs the worship to Allah. He worships other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And they may fall into this affair of worshiping other than Allah. Then they understand that this is the greatest ma'asiyah, the greatest action of disobedience, and the greatest sin upon the face of the earth. And this is the greatest action of disobedience that, can, that a person can do in terms of disobeying Allah ta'ala. With the proof. And the proof of that is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not forgive the one that falls into that action if they die upon it. As Allah ta'ala states, indeed Allah does not forgive the one that associates partners with him However, he forgives anything lesser than that from from those whom he wills. When they call the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Iman sa'alahu ayy dhamb a'zam, qal an taj'alillahi niddan wa huwa khalaqak. And you have to say it with the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, found in Sahih Bukhari, where he was asked, ayy dhamb bin a'zam, what is the greatest of the sins. And he stated, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, that you may place or find a partner along with Allah whilst He, subhanahu wa ta'ala, is the one that has created you. 
وكما ذكروا لها أركان فقد ذكروا لها شروطا سبع فالثمانية عرفت بتتبع واستقراء من كتاب وسنة and so just as you find the kalima the kalima of tawheed la ilaha illallah this kalima of tawheed has uh, arkan has, has pillars now and the pillars the two pillars being the nafi the negation and ithbat the affirmation just as you find it has these two pillars along with that as well you find that it has conditions as well and these conditions are some mentioned seven some mentioned eight and the first condition is al-ilm. The first condition is that a person has to have knowledge of the shahada. When they're saying the shahada, they have to knowledge of what they're saying. وَذَلِكَ أَنَّ الْعَبْدِ إِذَا نَطَقَ فَقَالَ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ فَإِنَّهُ يَجِبْ أَنْ يَكُونَ عَالِمًا بِمَعْنَاهَا أَيْ لَا مَعْبُودِ بِحَقِ إِلَّا اللَّهِ and so it's a must that the person has knowledge has knowledge of its meaning it's a must that the person has knowledge of the haq and that there's no deity worthy of truth worthy of worshiping truth besides Allah and understand that for every one of the conditions, there is something that opposes it. For the ilm, so that which opposes ilm, that which opposes knowledge, is al jahl, al jahl. So that which opposes knowledge is ignorance. وَذَلِكَ أَنَّ الْجَاهِلِ بِمَعْنَاهَا لَا يَسْتَطِيعُ أَنْ يُطَبِّقَ مَا دَلَّتْ عَلَيْهِ الْعِلْمِ حَتَّى يَعْلَمُ And so... The one that is jahil, the one that is ignorant, he's not able to implement anything that knowledge requires or necessitates. And he's not able to implement that until he acquires knowledge. وَمِنْ أَجْلِ هَذَا قَالَ الْبُخَارِي وَرْحِمَهُ اللَّهِ بَابَ الْعِلْمِ قَبْلَ الْقَوْلِ وَالْعَمَلِ So due to that, this is why al-Bukhari mentions, رَحِمَهُ اللَّهِ the chapter of ilm, knowledge, precedes speech and action. وَلِكَوْنِهَا أَصْلُ الدِّينِ وَقَائِلَتُهُ فَيَجِبْ عَلَى كُلِّ مُسْلِمٍ وَمُسْلِمَةٍ أَنْ يَتَعَلَّمُوا أَرْقَانَهَا وَشُرُوطَهَا وَلَوْ عَلَى سَبِيلِ الْإِجْمَالَ الْوَادِحِ And so, the fact that you find that this is an asl in deen, it's, a, it's, it's something which is a uh, foundation in our deen and a principle in our deen it is a fair of knowledge in speech and action it's an obligation upon every Muslim male and female that they learn this I, they learn these arkan I, they learn these uh, these pillars and these conditions even if they learn it ijmal so even if they, they learn it in a manner which is general. الثاني, the second condition, Al-Yaqeen. وَذَلِكْ بِأَنِّ يَكُونَ النَّاذِقْ لَاءِ بِالْبِلَّاءِ إِلَّا اللَّهِ مُوْكِنًا بِمَا دَلَّتْ عَلَيْهِ مِنْ الْمَعْنَى وَهُوَ النَّفِي وَالْإِثْبَاتِ And 
And so it's upon the person that has yaqeen, has certainty in that which he's saying. And what we understand from that is the one that is, state, that is state, stating the kalima of la ilaha illallah, that they are doing so with that certainty of that which is found within the nusus. And this is a nafi and in negation and the affirmation. And the opposite of a yaqeen is shak, and he doubts. So it's not permissible that the Muslim has any doubts in that which is found in the kalimah of the ikhlas by way of its meaning. So there's a, no, it's not permissible that the Muslim has doubts in the kalimah and in, in, in the meaning of the kalimah of tawheed. Then the third condition is al-kubul, as mentioned by the sheikh. The third is acceptance. And they accept that which is found and the proof that is found from the shahad of la ilaha illallah and what it indicates by way of negation, affirmation. And what we understand from Kabul is that they understand that they come across the shahad of la ilaha illallah bisadarin munsharihin. That they come with an open heart. The heart is open to that and to the reality of the shahada. And the nafs is mutma'inna. And that the nafs, the, the person's one's, oneself, one's soul, is one that is content and tranquil with that which they find. And that their iman is amir, that the iman is deep in relation to that. And that they have iman in relation to the what? This kalima, this kalima of Tawheed, and he is indicative of, by way of the asl in deen, and by way of its principles and its basis. And the opposite of a shart, the opposite of a condition, or the opposite of this condition rather, kabul, the opposite of the acceptance, is a rad, any rejection. قَدْ فَعَلَكَ الْكُفَارِ قُرَيْشَ الَّذِينَ وَاجَهَهُمَ النَّبِيِّ صَلَّى اللَّهِ وَسَلَّمَ بِالدَّعْوَةِ فَرُدُّوا عَلَيْهِ هَذِي الْكَلِمَةِ اِتِّزَازًا بِعِبَارَةِ الْأَصْنَامِ وَأُوْفَانِ الَّتِي وَجَدُوا عَلَيْهَا آبَاءِ وَأَجْدَادِ And so this was from the actions of the kufar of Quraysh. These kufar of Quraysh in which the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم came against and faced them by way of his da'wah. And they rejected this kalima. They rejected the kalima of Tawheed. La ilaha illallah. And they sought to hold on firm and sought honor by way of the worship of their idols. Due to the fact that this is what they found their forefathers to be upon. وَدَارَةَ الْمَعَارِكُ وَنَصْرُ اللَّهِ عَزَوَ وَجَلَّ الطَّائِفَةَ الْمُؤْمِنَةِ بِكِيَادَةِ النَّبِيِّ الْكَرِيمِ صلى الله عليه وسلم ألا أولئك الكافرين المعرضين الذين لم ينقادوا الكلمة الإخلاص And this معركة or this, this is the معارك 
these battles occurred as a result of that, of this rejection. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave victory to the group of the believers that were with the Qiyadah, the, the, the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa his leadership, under his leadership, upon those kafirin, those disbelievers, who had rejected that which he had came with, alayhi salatu wasalam, and rejected the kalimah to the ikhlas, the kalimah of la ilaha illallah. And so what you found is that with this affair of, of the da'a of the Messenger of Allah that there was a small group of people in the, amongst the believers that sought to follow him at the beginning of the affair, the beginning of his da'wah. I those that accepted his da'wah. And from them were those that, that made hijrah to Habasha. And from them those that sought to conceal themselves and hide themselves until the victory of Allah came. وَجَعَتْ hijra. and so, the wrench of Allah came. And thereafter, you found, you have the hijrah, the hijrah from Mecca to Medina. And thereafter, you had the fatih, referring to fatih of Mecca, the conquering of Mecca. And thereafter, the people entered into the deen of Islam, they entered into the deen of Islam, and the afwajan, and in vast and great numbers. And this was a means of giving victory to the truth and bringing about victory to this, for this kalimah to Tawheed, in which this is the why we had been created, or these the two creations had been created, like the jinn and the ints. And this is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created the samawati wal ard, the heavens and the earth, and why Allah created the jannah and the nar. The hell, the, the Jannah, paradise, and the hellfire. And why Allah Ta'ala legislated jihad? Why He legislated da'wah, calling, and an invitation to the haqq, and nasiha, sincere advice, enjoying the good, forbidding the evil. All of that was legislated, and all of that had been created. Due to the fact that this was seeking to make the kalimat of Tawheed and the kalimat of La, the kalimat of La ilaha illallah manifest. Thereafter, the Shaykh mentions Ashart al Rabi, the fourth condition, Al Inkiyad bi ma'ana 
الخضوع واستسلام ظاهرا وباطن لمعنى الذي دلت عليه كلمة الإخلاص and the fourth is that the person has submission is that they humble themselves and submit themselves in that which is apparent and that which is hidden to the meanings of this kalimat of the kalimat of tawheed and kalimat al-ikhlas la ilaha illallah and the opposite of that is a tarq is that they leave it then the fifth condition a shart al-khamis al-sidq the fifth The end is the fifth. Now, we have to mention Al-Ilm, Yaqeen. Al-Ilm, Yaqeen, Qubul, Inqiyad, and Sidq is now. Fifth. Now, and he is a witness that a person has belief in it and he is truthful in that belief. Or the claim of La ilaha illallah. Lejim an tukul sadaqan fi ma tukul zahiran wa batina. And so it's a must that the person is truthful. A person is truthful in his kalima and in his speech, whether that be apparent or hidden. That which is apparent is truthful. That which is within is truthful. And he's not conceding that which is opposite. What the lead, the said cook, fiha, who are untafrad rod, robbuka, be coolly ibada, malia, or badania, or huma man, wahdahu duna siwa. And the proof of that, upon a person having truthfulness, is that. The person must single out their Lord in all forms of ibadah. Whether that be ibadah of their wealth, ibadah of their body, or ibadah referring to the two together. And single out Allah Ta'ala alone without any partners, without anyone else. فَلَا تَتَوَجَّهُ بِالْعِبَادَاتِ So they do not direct anything from ibad, to the ibadat except towards Him, subhanahu wa ta'ala. كَمَا أَمَنَكَ اللَّهَ عَزَ وَجَلْ فِي كَوْلِهِ وَقَدَى رَبُّكَ أَلَّا تَعْبُدُ إِلَّا إِيَّهِ As Allah Ta'ala commanded in his statement, and the Lord has ordained that he do not worship anything except for him. وَكَمَا فِي كَوْلِهِ وَأَعْبُدُ اللَّهَ وَلَا تُشْرِكُوا بِهِ شَيْئًا Likewise, you find in his statement, the statement of Allah Ta'ala, ta'ala and Allah worship Allah, and do not associate anything in partnership with him. وَكَمَا فِي كَوْلِهِ وَأَنَّ الْمَسَاجِدَ لِلَّهِ فَلَا تَدْعُومَ اللَّهِ أَحَدًا And indeed the masajid belong to Allah so do not call upon anything other than Allah. And likewise you have the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala وَمَنْ يَدْعُو مَعَ اللَّهِ إِلَهًا آخَرًا لَا بُرْحَانًا لَهُ بِهِ فَإِنَّمَا حِسَابُهُ إِنَّ الرَّبِّهِ إِنَّهُ لَا يُفْلِحُ الْكَافِرُونَ and the statement of Allah, Ta'ala, that 
that whoever calls upon Allah or calls upon other, along with Allah another deity that he has no proof or no evidence and clear proof for that then indeed his reckoning is with his Lord and indeed the ones that disbelieve will not attain success من لاكواش هذا سيما بالله سبحانه وتعالى وما أمروا إلا ليعبدوا الله مخلصين له الدين حنفاء ويقيموا الصلاة ويؤتوا الزكاة وذلك دين القيامة لاكواش سيما بالله سبحانه وتعالى and they were not commanded to worship except to worship Allah sincerely for Him in their deen sincerely for Him as in their deen in their religion حنفاء and he upon that الحنيفية the religion of Ibrahim and they establish the they establish the salah and they give the zakah, and that is the upright religion. Another, you have other texts such as these that the command to worship Allah, and the command of ikhlas. And these texts are a clear indication of something that we are is upon us and we're makalifin for is that we should worship Allah Taala alone. And it's a direction. It's directed towards us in our ibadat, whether it be the actions of the commands or leaving off that which is prohibited, or performing and declaring that to be halal, which is halal, and leaving off and regarding the haram to be haram, and establishing the faraid, establishing the obligations, and establishing the hudud, that those actions. Which are from the boundaries that Allah has set, as well as the qarab in Allah seeking in Allah from the masnoonat and from the actions which are highly recommended, actions of Sunnah. All of this are from the actions of ibadat, which Allah Taala has made us responsible for and responsible in our own actions to perform. And then responsible upon all of the makhluqat, all of the creation, from the ins and the jinn. Idan, ma'ana sidq, an yukun sadiqan, wa an yukun musaddiqan, bima dallat alayhi hadihi al-kalima adima min ma'ana. And so, what we understand from sidq is that the person is truthful and that they believe in that which is found within. This kalima, this great kalima, the kalima of Tawheed. What did the sidq, an opposite of sidq, a truthfulness, is al-kadib, and he's lying. Kassani al-kuffar, al-Quraysh, wa man laffahum fi ahd al-Nabi al-Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, wa atba'uhum ila yawmi al-deen. And so, this affair of kadib is associated to the way of the Kufar of Quraysh and those that adhered to their particular actions and what they did in the time of the Prophet Sallallahu the noble Prophet Sallallahu as well as the followers of them until Yawm al-Din, until the day of reckoning. وأصحاب الغلو في الصالحين وكذب بها الملاحدة الذين لا يؤمنون بوجود الله ولا بالجنة ولا بالنار 
ولا بالبعث ولا بالنشور وكذب بها اليقود وكذب بها النصارى فغضب الله عليهم جميعا لأنهم لم يصدقوا بهذه الكلمة وإنما جعلوا مع الله آلحة أخرى and so these individuals disbelieved and they denied and they were lied they upon, upon full speech and denied this affair of the kalima of Tawheed they denied this kalima from those that were the idol worshippers or the grave worshippers from those that were amongst those, those, those that, were, that had extreme beliefs in relation to the salihin, in relation to the righteous along with that those that they would reject this kalima, from those that reject this kalima are those that were individuals that fell into ilhad I had a fear of atheism and the likes of that those that in reality, not only did they reject the kalima, but they would reject the existence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in totality, they would reject the existence of Jannah and the Nar and that the res- and the resurrection. Likewise, this kalima was rejected and denied by the Yahud and the Nasara. So Allah Ta'ala has become Allah Ta'ala was angry with all of them. And the anger of Allah is upon all of these individuals due to their rejection of this kalima. And they did not believe within this kalima. Due to the fact that they had made other deities along with Allah. والكفار وثنيون جعلوا مع الله معبودات من الخشب والحجارة وتماثيل والأضرحة لتوجهون إليها بالنظور والذبائح ومن ثم يستغيثون بمن فيها من من يطلقون عليهم الأولياء And so as for those that were idol worshippers then they would make deities along with Allah and they would have these deities, these idols that were made from wood or stone or things of the like of that. Things that were of the, like, the likeness of them. A statue of the likeness of them. And they would direct their worship towards them. For example, they make vows towards them. They would slaughter for them. And along with that as well, they would seek their aid. And they would refer to them as awliya. Seeking for these things and these idols to fulfill their needs. And fulfill their things that are of their benefit. And to repel harm. And so no doubt, due to that, they fell into great loss. Along that, along with that, you have the ibadah of the Yahud and Nasara. As you found, as mentioned in relation to, the Nas- to them, or it's the Nasara, Allah Ta'ala stated, وَقَالَتِ الْيَهُودُ عُزَيْرِ إِبْنُ اللَّهِ And the Yahud would state that Uzair is the son of Allah. And they would call and they would state that Allah Ta'ala are the son. Along, and this is a means of them worshipping along with Allah. Allah Ta'ala mentions, وَقَالَتْ النَّصَارَ الْمَصِيحُ إِبْنُ اللَّهِ وَقَالَتْ النَّصَارَ الْمَصِيحُ إِبْنُ اللَّهِ And the Nasara would state 
that the Masih, the Messiah, Isa, Isa alayhi salam, is the son of Allah. And no doubt, this was the statement of these individuals. Allah Ta'ala states, اتخذوا أحبارهم ورحبانهم أرباب من دون الله والمصيح من مريم and they would take their priests and their rabbis as lords besides Allah and the Masih. And they would state by way of this, or they would, and they would take the Masih ibn Maryam as their lords besides Allah. So they would take the ulama, they, those who had knowledge amongst them, and the ubad, so their monks and their priests, so they take their monks and their priests as lords besides Allah and the Masih and the Mali. So they take their, those that were, were the, the worshippers amongst them and their ulama amongst them, the people that have knowledge amongst them. Because they'll take them as lords due to the fact that they would declare the haram or they declare the haram to be halal for them. Why? Because, and then the people would follow them in that. Or they would declare the halal to be haram. And if you would follow them in that. And so due to that, Allah Ta'ala mentioned the evil of what they're upon. is a dhamma shadida. A great evil. Due to the fact that they would take these individuals and ahkam, the ruling of these individuals. And the rule and what they stated, whether they declared the halal to be halal and the haram to be haram, the halal to be the haram and the haram to be halal. As for the people of Ilhad, the people of atheism and the likes of that, and you have individuals from amongst them that reject the rububiyah of Allah or those that are naturalists they're people that ascribe everything to nature this is something you hear many a time they will say that this is the act of mother nature not ascribing it to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or individuals such as the Marxists and likes of those then these individuals do not believe in the wujud of Allah and the existence of Allah azza wa jal Rather, they will say that it is nature itself that fulfills the actions within the creation. And if they were asked about the nature, they will say that it's a, a strong act, a strong action, a strong force, as they mentioned, mother nature. And they will not mention anything and they do not have knowledge of, its, of the reality of it, of nature. And this is the absolute essence of kufr. And the absolute essence of, in reality, those that are even upon atheism and rejection of Allah. Thereafter, the next condition, the sixth condition is ikhlas. And the opposition, the opposition to ikhlas is shirk. And the mushrik 
Amalahu batil, the one that does that forms, performs shirk, his actions are batil, they're null and void, and they're rejected. Allah Ta'ala states, وَقَدِبْنَا إِلَى مَا عَمِلُوا مِنْ عَمَلٍ فَجَعَلْنَاهُ هَبَاءً مَنْفُورًا And they would, they put forth to us that which they did from their actions. And we made it something of dust that would blow away and scatter away right, the action of these individuals due to the fact they were upon shirk, they associated partners of Allah and the seventh condition is al-mahabba lihadil kalima that the person has love for this kalima that the person has love for the kalima for tawheed naam lima dallat alayha alayhi min ma'na wal-mahabba liman anzalaha why do the person has to have love for that which this kalima is indicative of and what it means and they have love of due to that which is from what makes it manifest and what is this kalim tawheed manifests whether that love is apparent or within and they have love for that which the messengers and prophets called the, called the people to as well as those that have bestowed and inherited their knowledge and their da'wah فَمَنْ أَحَبَّهَا وَأَحَبَّ مَنْ عَمْرِ بِهَا مَنْ عَمْرِ بِهَا وَأَحَبَّ الْمَعْنَى الَّذِي دَلَّتْ عَلَيْهِ فُوَ مُسْلِمْ حَقَّ And so whoever loves it, I love this kalim to Tawheed, and loves the one that commands with it, then no doubt they will have love for that which it indicates as well. And this person is a Muslim in reality. And whoever hates it, and hates the one that comes with it. And there's no act upon it. And act upon its meaning is that it is killing to Tawheed. Then this is not an individual that is from amongst the Muslimin. And the opposite of Mahabba, the opposite of love, is Al-Bukht, hatred. And thereafter, the Shaykh mentions an eighth condition, which some of the ulama mention as well, for the killing to Tawheed, which is Al-Kufr. I disbelief. But kufr be my yaabudumiduni la if la walaan illa bara. I they have to have they have to disbelieve in that which is worshipped besides other than Allah. For there is no true love except that there is hatred. And this association, you cannot associate yourself to something except that you have to disassociate from something else. And there's no True Tawheed, except that that Tawheed along with it is al-bara'a min al-shirku ahlihi. And then a person is, cannot be a truly upon Tawheed except that they free themselves from shirk and its people. And so the Shaykh mentions, in summary, these seven conditions again. The seven conditions being al-ilm, knowledge, al-yaqeen, certainty, Al-Qubul, acceptance. Al-Inqiyad, uh, submission. Al-Sidq, truthfulness. Al-Ikhlas, then the sincerity. Al-Muhabba, love. And the eighth is mentioned. Al-Khufr, bima yu'bad, min dunillah. 
and disbelieving in anything that is worshipped besides Allah. And so as for the remainder or these things that are from the rights of the kalima of La ilaha illallah and from the things that perfect the kalima of La ilaha illallah then this is the remainder of all of the actions that are upon the individual from the sharia whether it be the obligatory actions whether it be the actions that are recommended all of these, uh, all these actions where the person, he fulfills the commands of Allah and acts upon that which is recommended and that which acts with that which is upon with that which is required from this kalimah of la ilaha illallah as well as the person distancing themselves from the muharramat distancing themselves from the affairs which are haram and acting upon the affairs of the sunnah and all of these things comprise of the completion and the perfection of la ilaha illallah and all of these things bear witness for the one that states it if he is truthful in that affair and if he truly has love for the kalima of la ilaha illallah and alhamdulillah that concludes uh, where we this part we wish to discuss and that concludes the first risala, the first part of the introduction of Falafatul uh, Usul. And Allah Taala knows best for Jazakum Allahu Khaira wa Barakallahu Fikum wa Sallallahu wa Barak ala Nabina Muhammad wa ala Alihi wa Sahbihi wa Sallam Barakallahu Fikum.